Welcome to Road to Billions Podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur. With your host, Moise Bertrand. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is your host, Moise Bertrand, the Road to Billions Podcast. Man, you guys, I recorded like four episodes, bro, and um, them shit done got corrupted and all type of bullshit, but I'm grateful because it probably wasn't supposed to come out, <laughs> you feel me? But I was just really, t- just, you know, just chopping it up with you guys on those episodes, but it wasn't really nothing you guys, like, missed out on, to be honest. But I have, like, a vault of, like, episodes that I don't release. Like, I have at least, like, 15 to 20 podcast episodes I have yet to give you guys. Um, that's just because, like, sometimes... When I do podcasts, I go off the feeling. Like, this is unscripted. You get me? And when I come on these podcasts, people ask me, hey, do you have, like, a script? Do you have, like, show notes that you do? And honestly, I don't. Like, I'm just a natural-born speaker. Like, I've always been speaking my whole life. I've been a great communicator. And, you know, I, it took a lot to get here. You know, it took a lot because I wasn't this person three years ago. And, you know, today's Easter Sunday. I don't celebrate Easter Sunday or nothing like that, but... I do like Sundays in totality because I feel like it's the beginning of a new week. It's a fresh start. And with that being said, like, I want you guys to really take pride on the things that you accomplished in your life, the things that you're aiming for and the things that you overcame. Because, like I mentioned, three years ago, I was in a whole different headspace. I was a whole different guy. If you guys listen to my first episode, my God, I was rushing, I was speeding, and... In that past, I was still looking for who was Moist Patron, like, who am I, you know? And over time, I gradually got to know myself, got to know my likes, got to know my dislikes, and everything I, like, presumed as me. It took a lot of work, though. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of trial and error, and it took a lot of hurt. It took a lot of, um, you know, just a lot of overcoming of things that people don't understand. But I speak for the masses when I say we all go through things like I'm not I'm, I feel like people who try to seem like they're so perfect that you lie to yourself and I don't really care about like if you're not showing that to the outside world but what I'm saying is you're acting like you're too good to share a story with somebody that you feel like could, could like learn I be telling dudes all the time yeah I got hurt by people I fucked with you know yeah I got backstabbed by, by people I was cool with yeah I got bad business yeah things yeah I could tell niggas everything you know but you're never going to experience it until you actually put yourself in, in that motion. But I'm okay with sharing my story with certain people because, with all people, to be honest, because I feel like I'm not someone who cares about how people judge me or anything. I'm really a nonchalant dude. I don't give a fuck. But I give a fuck about the things I give a fuck about, if that makes sense. And that's cool because not everybody gets that side of me. You know, some people get the lovey-dovey side of me. Some people get the bad side of me. It just depends on how you treat me. But I go with everybody, and I treat them with respect initially. But like I said, it took me a lot of maturity. It took a lot of realization. It took a lot of um, self-improvement, a lot of inner healing to get me to this maturity standpoint, to be able to dialect and be able to speak to you guys in this tone of voice, in this pace of voice, in this this level of wiseness. I feel like wisdom that I be giving out, it took a lot. And a lot comes from experience. But that's why tomorrow and today is a beautiful day because – Today, we can start. You can start with something different today. You know, three years ago, I didn't know what I wanted to be. My environment was confusing me. The people I had around was confusing me. And certain things that I always wanted to get out of life, it seemed so far distant because I wasn't letting it come in because I wasn't 
definite about what I wanted. You know, I had a conversation with my homegirl. Right. And Bob and like you guys as well, like people listen to my podcast, like you guys listen to my podcast and people come back and report the things that I say on my podcast to me like I didn't say it. <laughs> and it's funny because sometimes the people who come back and tell me certain things, they only point out the negative about what I say. Like, oh, bro, I didn't know you. Oh, she cut up your jacket. Like, listen, a lot of people understand, like, I'm a very transparent person. I want people to realize that about me. Like, I don't want people to feel like Moist is ever going to hold nothing back. If I hold something back from you, it's because I care enough to not tell you at that very moment. You get me? Because it's certain things that I could tell people that people may not understand at the very moment because they're not ready for that truth. And there's certain people I would inadvertently just tell them, boom, you need to stop fucking around because you're about to be fucked up, bro. You feel me? I could tell certain people that because they're understanding that that truth that I'm telling them, I need them to work on that. But some people I hold back the truth on. And I kind of get upset when people listen to my podcast and they try to, like, revolve that around my life. You know, I have, I have certain people who try to study my podcast. Like, on some real shit, you guys. Like, I have people who try to study my podcast. I have people who try to duplicate the same thing I do. And when I say study, I mean, who am I as a person? Like, my human nature. I had women try to do that, bro. Like, try to come in my life. And I'm like, this podcast is not for you to, like, use against me. This podcast is for you to understand me. Because I'm not changing for you. You feel me? So I don't want you changing for me. Because eventually, I'm going to sniff it out. You know, I'm a very intuitive person. I tell people all the time, if I don't last with you in a friendship, if I don't last with you in a relationship, it's because my intuition already told me what type of person you are. You know? And there's some people I could meet, and I felt like I met them for, like, I knew them for life. Like, it's some Scorpios. Like, I feel like I really am great friends with, like, Scorpios and Capricorns, those type of people. And I'm not someone who's just going to go automatically to, like, Zodiacs and say, this type of person I work with. Pisces as well. But what I'm saying is, it's a certain level of people that I could just work with that that understands me and I understand them. So we could have those type of conversations. And then some people that I tell certain truths to, they may take it as, me being um, mean or me being too critical, which is cool because I'm here to teach you that not everybody's here to just sugarcoat you and shit. Not everybody's here to, like, kiss your ass. Like, I'm one of those dudes who's very transparent. And I had that from the minute I was growing up. I used to get, I used to get suspended a lot and trouble a lot and a lot of fights because people didn't understand, like, my mouth, my teacher used to say, your mouth going to get you in trouble. Your mouth going to get you punched in the mouth. I was like, nah, to be honest, that's my throat shocker. You know, and what I was saying to people wasn't disrespectful. What I was saying to people wasn't sarcastic. I just have a witty way of saying things that people just catch and just be like, what do you mean? What are you trying to say? And I'm like, I'm not trying to say nothing. I'm just saying this is what it is. And, you know, some people that's repulsive to. Some people can't speak up. Some people can't say what's on their mind. Some people can't say, you know, what's really going on in their life. And I'm okay with saying, bro, I used to be fucked up. I used to be broke as fuck. I used to be depressed. Well, when I say depressed, I'm not saying like, depressed. I'm saying like mentally exhausted, mentally, um, just mentally exhausted, bro, like this fatigue. And at points of time, I just felt like giving up. And I tell people like I'm able to relate to so many people because when I was in the airport, right, recently, I went to, I moved around a little bit. I went to Chicago and like, I'm a person who I have a natural aura. you know, people are attracted to me naturally. And that's a good and bad thing, you know, because people, they try to trauma dump on me. They try to, like, I'm a natural healer. Like, people come around me, they, they know Mo is a cool guy. Like, he's a, he has a peaceful energy. 
he's real cool, like he's laid back, but he understands you and I understand him. Like it's like some crazy dynamic connection people usually describe to me how I am. And I take that like I'm blessed enough to be able to be that person for certain for certain people. But when I say my aura attracts everybody, it kind of makes me discern, you know, because a lot of people come into my life, but they only hear and they only see what I'm doing, right? They don't know Moise. They don't know Moise is a very spiritual person. They don't know Moise is a very intuitive person. They don't know Moise is a very calculated person. They don't know these things. So when certain people come in my life thinking that, oh, he just, he just another guy, you know, that's what I'm about to just try to simp out of and I'm trying to finesse, I'm going to have a rule. They're going to have a rude awakening. So when I went to Hartsfield International Airport when I was traveling to Chicago, three different um, occasions, well, four really. The first one was the bartender. She was bad. And when I say bad, I'm talking about she was, she was from Ethiopia. Like, God damn, I would go back to the airport. I would catch a flight just to go see her again. <laughs> you feel me? Like, she was just pretty and stuff like that. Like, I was like, God damn, you feel me? But me and her were just naturally just kicking it. And at one point in time, like, I was always afraid to speak to women and stuff like that because I I was vulnerable. I felt like I wasn't confident. And I just felt like I wasn't really into my looks to talk to women like how I wanted to talk to women, you know. But now I just naturally go around and I just talk to women. I just, you know, spark a conversation. I'm like, listen, your dress, it looks amazing. I don't know where you got it from, but it looks amazing. The smile that these women just start on their faces, like, boom, like, oh, shit, he noticed me. You feel me? But most of the time when I'm out, People notice me, and I kind of catch people looking at me. So I look at them again. You know, I look them in the eyes. And for this specific bartender, I'm going to give you guys, like, all the occasions that happened. For her, she was more so, like, I felt like I knew her. But at the same time, I felt like she was just trying to create a facade. You know, and that's where I tell people, like, I'm very intuitive. I don't know if I'm a psychic or some shit. I don't know, bro. It's just, like, I know people. Like, I just know people. Like, the minute I come around people, I just know your intentions. I know you. Like, I know what you're thinking about. It's on some weird shit. I don't know if the mushrooms did that to me because when I used to take a lot of mushrooms, and I still do, um, not not every day. Like, I take mushrooms, like, probably twice a year, but I do it for a spiritual transformation. The mushrooms open my mind to everybody else's thoughts. So I don't know if that was something that still stays in my reality, which, it, which I feel like it did. But I kind of know people, you know? And um, for this specific bartender, I got the energy of, like, she wanted to speak to me, but she had to be professional because obviously she's at work. But she was engaged in a conversation with me to a point where she kind of forgot about the other people that was at the the, the, um, the end of the table. And she wanted to talk to me, right? She wanted to speak to me because I was like, what else do you like doing? You know, do you like working this job? She was like, yeah. And I looked at her. I said, do you honestly like, like working this job? She was like, yeah, but. I was like, there's a but. She started laughing. I was just like, what else, what else do you want to do in life? She was just like, honestly, I just want to like, um, I don't know, but, you know, this is cool for right now. I was like, you know, I was like, you just got to be afraid of like admitting it. You got to be afraid. You got to stop being afraid of embracing that. I don't know, because you do know. And I was telling her, you have different choices that come across your heart and mind, right? She's like, yeah, I think about certain things. I was like, what sticks out to you the most? She was like modeling. And I was like, so there you go. She was like, but I can't make no money from it. I'm like, why did you tell yourself that already? She's like, I just don't know. I said, you, you don't know or you just have to find out more. She was like, I have to find out more. I was like, there you go. I was like, you just got to change your perspective on things because you could be modeling for a small apparel company here in Atlanta. You live in Atlanta. You bad. You get me? Like, you could do that. And I was giving her that conversation, and she said, I appreciate you. You know, and my line brother, 
he seen he seen me and then he was like, man, you hilarious, bro. And I was like, yeah, you feel me? I just have a, I have a natural way of just making people feel comforted. So I'm cool and boom. So she, I just let her vibe out. You know, I'm not the type of dude who gonna chase women. I just let them vibe out. So she go back to work, boom. So I'm back at my laptop. I have my laptop with me just doing some work. And this lady on the left of me, she was like in her 40s, late 40s. She was from Cleveland. And she was like, you look famous. And I was like, no, I'm just a regular guy. <laughs> well, I said, I'm not a regular guy. Well, I, ain't, I ain't trying to say I'm a regular guy, but I was just saying, no, nah, I'm not famous. You feel me? She was like, nah, you lying to me. You are famous and stuff like that. Like, and she pointed at my line, bro. She was like, you know him. Like, he is famous, huh? What's his name? And I was like, I'll give you my Instagram name, but ma'am, I'm not famous. I think you have me confused. She was like, nah, you look like somebody I know. I just don't know. But I'm going to look. I'm going to look because it's on my feed somewhere. And she was just saying that the whole time. And it was funny because that wasn't the first time that people said that to me. Like, people came up to me and was like, where do I know you from somewhere? You look famous. You're a famous guy. And I, and I feel like the energy that I embody, I, I embody that Empress King-like energy. You feel me? That, that, that aura that people are just captivated by, that people just seem like, damn, who is this guy? You know, I have beautiful glowing skin. You know, I take care of myself. I'm a very well-spoken man, and I'm well-mannered and well-dressed. So when people see me, they run across a guy who'll be like, damn, this, this dude, what the fuck? You're only 25, bro. I need to know more about you. Like, what the fuck do you do? You feel me? So I'm talking to her, and I'm chopping it up, and all of a sudden, she started dropping a bomb on me, like, oh, you're pretty handsome, though. I'm like, here we go again. You feel me? But I was just fucking with it because I was drunk, and then it was just a funny moment, and I was like, you know what? I'm entertaining this lady, you know? So I'm talking to her. I'm chopping it up with her. She's like, you look, you're really handsome and stuff. You have some really um, beautiful eyes, and I was like, I appreciate you. And she was just like, where are you guys headed? And I told her, blah, blah, blah. And then she ended up telling me that her son wanted to get into real estate, and I ended up getting her card. And then, you know, I'm going, I'm going to go ahead and forward um, that that out to her and just be like, hey, listen, let's reconnect. But it was the fact that she was one of those people who I understood her assignment wasn't to, like, be, like, trying to hit on me. Her assignment was I see these two guys at the bar. One of them look good. I'm going to speak to him, and um, I'm just going to make conversation because I'm, I'm, I'm an older woman here. I'm just having a good time. So, obviously, she wanted to, like, chop it up a little bit more after, but I just didn't give her that benefit, you know? I just kind of kept it professional. But I always run into women like that, my age, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds. Like, it happens all the time. And I ask myself, why is that? And I, and I have to conclude that I'm just a very inviting person. Not in a, oh, hey, how was your name? Like, I'm a very, people sit by me, they be like, you smell good, bro. Like, I'm like, oh, what's up? You feel me? Like, they be like, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. But it's just like, I'm not someone who embodies that negativity. So when you sit by someone, you be like, oh, this person... Uh, they don't want me to sit by them, you feel me? I'm a person, like, I'll scoot over, you feel me? So that lady, you know, we chopped it up. I got her card, boom, she went off to where she went off to. The third lady was a lot more, what's the word? She was a lot more straightforward. Straightforward, straight to the point. It kind of scared me a little bit because I was like, who are you? Do I know you? So she sat right next to me, you know, on the right-hand side of me. And, you know, the bartender lady came and casually was looking at me. I'm looking at her. We make an eye contact, but I'm letting her know, like, listen, I'm not this type of guy. You know, I'm not talking to these women like this. I want to talk to you. You feel me? So she's looking at me. She's, I catch her side out of me a little bit when I'm speaking to this lady, when I'm speaking to that lady. She's looking at me, and I'm like, man, this don't look good because we all here just having a drink, but it looks like I'm, like, trying to flirt with them. Blah, 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 whatever. So this lady sat next to me, and then she ended up, like, telling me, listen, you have some really pretty lips. Mm. 
And she just looked at me, and I'm like, I feel like, I feel like you're sick, lady. You're like 60 years old. <laughs> you feel me? And like, I'm, I'm just looking at her like, are you? Like, I, I couldn't fathom what she just said. I'm looking at her like, are you talking to me? She was like, yeah. And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, I appreciate it. You know, I didn't want to be disrespectful. When I was, I really appreciate you. You know, I got to say it in, in a in a very low tone. I really appreciate you. And I had to look at her. And then she's like, mm, mm, mm. She's like, I'm, I might need another drink. So she get her a drink. She's like, do you want to drink? I said, nah, I'm really not a drinker. You know, for everybody who knows me, no, I hate drinking, bro. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Unless it's like casual drinking, which I might, I have to be forced to drink. Like, people know, bro, get a drink, bro. You always want to drink water. You always want to drink some, like, I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll drink. So she talking about, you need to drink some more. I'm like, nah, I'm not. I'm about to catch a plane anyways. I'm cool. She's like, listen, you need a drink. I'm like, I'm okay. So when we started um, chopping it up, she let me know her age, where her, her late 60s, blah, blah, blah. And I was learning a lot from her because she was like, you know what? Like a lot of dudes your age, they're not really focused on like what you're focused on. And I was like, I appreciate it. She was like, no, really, because... Is this hard? You know, it's hard to have a lot of things going on and life could be, life could catch you off balance. And I was like, I was learning from her because, like I said, my mom's the same, almost older than this lady, but she's around the same age as my damn mom. So everything she's telling me, I just already heard it, but I'm just taking it from another person. So she was like, yeah, man, just focus on yourself and everything like that. But what's your name? Where are you going? You going where I'm going? And I'm like, where are you going? She told me, yeah, she's going over there. I'm like, okay. So she ended up, she ended up getting my number, right? I'm thinking, okay, I just give this lady my number because I'm drunk. I don't really want to care about like giving this lady my number. She texts me that same day, hey, this is blah blah blah. Are you in town? I'm like, I'm not gonna text you back because this is not what I do. But I appreciate the lesson and blessings that you gave me when I was in your presence, you know. And I'm a type of person like, you know, I look at life like you have to take pride on certain things that you're able to like say about yourself. I'm a very handsome man. I'm very um, financially free, independent. I'm traveling the world. I'm doing the things that I love. You know, people look up to me and then they're inspired about the things I do, by the work I do. You know, I'm him. I say these affirmations every day, every morning. It's on my vision board. It's on my mirror. It's everywhere that you can walk in my house and see something that's going to represent me as a person is there. You know, don't let no obstacles feel like you can't really overcome them because you can overcome everything. You know, so at one point, like I said, I wasn't this person three, four years ago. I was a very immature man. I wasn't into my looks. I feel like I'm finally growing into my looks, my voice, my my thought process, my business acumen, just the things that I that I that I very much valued and seen in myself, and you know, manifested is actually here. But it took work to get here. You know, I've been an entrepreneur for like five, six years. You guys, this isn't something that happened overnight. This isn't something I'm teaching you guys from the top of my brain. Like this is something I really experienced. You know, so when I tell people, stop bullshitting me, you know, you can't bullshit me. You feel me? People try to come around and try to bullshit me. I'm like, bro, I know bullshitters because I've been around bullshitters. That's why I end up moving around, you know, because I understand the assignment is not to be given to bullshitters. It's only to be given to people who are actually going to complete it. And, you know, in my whole entirety life, like I always took pride in just like the things that I believed in. Like guys should like really just take care of their woman. You know, guys should just not, not let go 50-50. Like, I'm, I don't want to go 50-50 with a woman I love because you're going to give me something else, you know, whether it's kids, whether it's um, happiness, whether it's a home, you know, where it's comfort, where it's stability. Well, I'm not saying you're going to provide stability for me, but what I'm saying is the comfort, you know, the reassurance, the love. 
those are the certain things that I feel like people just, they overlook in life. And society really drew, drew people away from each other instead of bringing people in. Because now it's a whole gender war and all this bullshit. And there's just a lot of people who don't understand, like, the things that we're putting into our brain constantly, you guys, the things you think about, it ends up, end up manifesting. So you saying, oh, this is this and that, these guys ain't shit, women ain't shit, that's what your life is going to be about. That's what your life is going to eventually manifest into. You're going to keep running into the same problems. Dudes ain't shit, women ain't shit. You feel me? You're going to keep getting the same situation. But it's not until you change your environment, your thought process, your belief, the way you actually interact with, with yourself, with your mindset. You only have one thing to remember. Keep positive images and and affirmations in your mind because things could turn around in the blink of an eye. Three years ago, I didn't know where I was going to be at today. I didn't know I was going to be living in Atlanta in my dream apartment, you know, doing what I love and just being financially free and just being an entrepreneur, just being independent. I didn't know these things were possible because I never really got, you know, when I say financially free, I'm not saying like I'm a millionaire or anything. I'm just saying like I'm able to pay my bills off my my creativity. I'm able to take care of my livelihood based off just the things I love doing, my happiness. And that's that's fulfillment to me. A lot of people don't like their lives. A lot of people are dreading their lifestyle. I love it. I wake up every day and I could do the same thing for the next 70, 80, 100 years. I don't care how long I live. I could do this real estate shit, marketing shit, computer. Um, I said computer. Um, podcast, communication, sales. I could do this, open up business. I could love, I love to do this. I just love doing things like this. You know, but it's not until you actually come into your true self that you won't know until what you want to do. I don't know what I want to do until I experience certain things. You know, I don't know certain people until I travel. I don't know certain things are possible until I start speaking about it. You know, you start interacting with other people who have the same situation as you or who went through the same thing. It's possible to overcome. It's possible to do things that you always dreamed about because other people are doing it. What's possible for one person is possible for you. So when I tell people all the time, at one point, I felt like I was ugly. You know, now everybody loved me. I felt like at one point I was fucked up. Now I'm able to do things that I always dreamed about. I feel like at one point I couldn't buy no real estate and I got multiple properties. I feel like I couldn't open no businesses. Now I have multiple. It's just certain things that I was telling myself at one point that I didn't think that was possible until I really started acting as if. I acted as if as a successful businessman. I acted as if I already had real estate. I was killing people in Monopoly. And sometimes people beat my ass in Monopoly, too. But the fact of the matter is I was very dominant already in the Monopoly game. Like, the whole game, I was really dominant in this game. Chess, I was really dominant. Tennis, really dominant. So you see the livelihood of how I kind of portray my life. I kind of have that solo dolo. I'm going to achieve all my goals lifestyle, but it's not always like that for me. Like, I love working with people. I love just being partners with people. And that became a maturity because at the end of the day, we all want to hit the top. You know, but you're not going to hit the top by yourself because I may know one person who's going to plug me in. With it. So it's always somebody you're going to need. So that's why I always treat people with respect. I always treat people with integrity. I always treat people with transparency because I, I know how it feels to be lied to. I know how it feels to be finessed. I know how it feels to have everything done wrong to you because I've been on that short end of the stick. But I learned that over time, the only thing that could happen is that you just learn from experiences and you just grow from it. You either grow from it or you sit in shit. You know, and, and shit stinks, you know, and I don't want to sit in shit, you feel me? So, most importantly, you guys, it's a different month. It's April, you guys. It's the start of, it's the start of new beginnings. I told you, guys, told you guys that all the time. But it's also a way for you to understand, like, the things that you want out in life is possible for you if you just believe in it.
You know, I believe I'm capable of a lot more than what you guys are hearing about. I believe that my status will be billionaire eventually. I believe that I will be one of the youngest real estate developers who are doing multi-million dollar deals. I believe that this podcast is going to sooner or later get a brand endorsement deal that's going to be paying me millions of dollars. Like, I don't know how shit going to pop off. I just know I'm never not the one to, like, oppose it. You get me? And I want you guys to think big. I want you guys to think thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a month, sixty thousand dollars a week because people are doing these things. You shouldn't just sit on the money that you make per month and be okay with that. You shouldn't be comfortable with the lifestyle you you have if you're not okay with it. You know, I have certain homeboys who I tell them all the time, the only person who's gonna change this is you, bro. Like no one's coming to save you. Like no one ever saves people nowadays. And if people are are here supporting you still through all your dreams, through all your actions, through all your um, through all your trials and tribulations, you embrace those people because certain people like that, they're rare. They don't come around. I'm rare. You know, I embrace everybody because I'm a rare breed, and I understand like the value I co I hold is 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 far more superior than money and just love. You know, because it's just the foundation of my loyalty and my transparency and my honesty and my gratitude that I give to everybody that people eventually just understand, like, bro, this, this nigga's a cool, this cool fuck. Like, this nigga's cool as fuck. You feel me? It's a cool cat. So, like I, like I tell you guys all the time, chase your dreams. Believe in yourself. Understand that you can reinvent yourself. Understand that you can, more, you can metamorphosize into a whole different person. Because people, you know, I hate when people, I hate to say this, but people be trying to remind me of my past. And I'm like, bro, I could have really did you in this now. But I'm not even that type of person. You know, the old me, yeah, I would have did you in. But now... I don't really care. You know, I don't really care to just give people what they want to hear. I don't really care to, like, make people feel what I got going on is real. Like, I don't really care. So when people come around me and they understand the level of honesty, the level of bluntness, the level of um, loyalty and love that I have to offer is rare, sometimes people embrace it. Sometimes people try to take advantage of it. But now, you guys, the whole theory of everything is once you go through certain things in life, it's easy to cut through the bullshit. And I need you guys to understand that. You cut through the bullshit, you get straight to the gold. You get me? So I appreciate you guys for listening to Roll the Business Podcast. This was just like a like a rant. You know, I went through several scenarios, stories over these last couple of weeks. So I just want to dump everything on you guys because I rarely make podcast episodes because I'm always on the run. But when I do, I try to give you guys a good story. I try to give you guys a good um, visualization of what's going on in my life. And I just want to let you guys know I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you like dead ass like I appreciate everybody who listens to my podcast because I've been doing this for like two and a half years and I don't pub my podcast you know I don't publicize it I don't market it I don't make no ads I don't make no flyers for it I don't make no YouTube channel for it I mean I have one or two videos but I don't really do how I'm supposed to do and it's not that I don't want to be in the spotlight it's just that I feel like whoever finds the podcast is meant for you you know if you if you ran across this podcast if you ran across these episodes and you was able to like learn from something or you was able to like you know, like I said, take something from a grain of salt. That's all I wanted to achieve. You know, I was able to inspire somebody through a mic. I was able to inspire somebody through my words, through my through my vision, through my intellect. And that's the only thing that I have that I want to offer out in this life. So once again, man, I appreciate you guys for listening to Roll the Billings Podcast. It's been an amazing journey. Stay tuned for the other episodes, man. If you guys haven't already, be sure to sign up for my real estate mentorship class. The class is sold out, but we will have some more coming up. But this first group of cohort people, I'm about to go all in. I'm about to give them all the knowledge. So they're going to they gonna come out beast out of my real estate mentorship program. So watch out for that, you guys. Follow me, billionaire underscore moist. And it's like I said, keep chasing your dreams. Once again, guys, take care.